Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. I am in an RV storage location. It's a secret location, but actually this is where I used to actually store a ton of the park models and trailers that I used to sell with my best friend, Charlie. We made a ton of money actually coming out of the Great Recession. I'm gonna talk about that at the end of the video and a side hustle idea I've got for you. But I wanna go over a story right now out of um, Seeking Alpha and it's entitled uh, Camping World, Lower RV Sales and Margins Likely Ahead for 2023. And I have to be honest with you, I believe that you are going to see an absolute implosion in uh, RV sales over this next year of 2023. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about something that Camping World comes out with. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, just my views. I'm not a big fan of Camping World after thanks to Marcus Limonis uh, going straight up woke on us. I think he's a big investor in the company, but I could be wrong. Um, but they do have really good data. Why? Because they are a massive seller of RVs. All right, so here we go. The RV industry, they say, is expected to see big a big drop in RV sales in 2023. Margins also peaked in 2022, they said, and will likely come down this year. And it also says uh, variable interest rate debt rounds out CHW risks, okay? So let's go into it right here. All right. Um, so first off, Camping World, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, Camping World is the largest RV dealership in the United States. The company sells both new and used RVs at its namesake dealerships as well as an assortment of RV products and services through its Good Sam brand, all right? Well, let me stop real quick and say that RV sales completely exploded during the pandemic, right? People were stuck at home. They were like, we ain't staying here. We're getting on the road. We're gonna have some fun. If we can't um, be in hotels and live like normal people um, or go to, you know, parks, you know, theme parks and stuff like that and be like normal people, then we're gonna get outside and be like normal people, right? No masks, none of that stuff. Um, so, RV sales totally exploded. People took their pandemic uh, checks, they went and leveraged their money and literally paid exorbitant rates as the RV industry got squeezed in inventory and prices shot up. Uh, people didn't care. They just simply went out and financed their lifestyle, right? They financed what they wanted to go do. It's like, hey, if the world's ending, then let's go and have some fun, right? So we saw that squeeze. We saw a supply chain shock. We saw um, RV dealers with no inventory at all, right? Now that is changing and it's changing rapidly. Why? Because the consumer's broke. The consumer does not have enough money to pay these payments. And I believe you're gonna see a ton of repos in the next uh, couple of years on RVs. Which we're gonna to get to that whole idea of the side hustle in a second. Um, but just to give you an idea, in 2021, it said new RV, RVs represented nearly 48% of revenue. That's for the company Camping World, right? They don't sell just uh, RVs. They sell tons of camping gear, tons of stuff. While used vehicles accounted for over 24% of revenue. That is insane. Products made up nearly 16% uh, of revenue while service plans were 3% and finance and insurance 9%. Towables make up the bulk of its new RV sales at over 90% towables. <laughs> More expensive motorhomes make up the rest. Pretty interesting, huh? <laughs> it costs a lot to keep these things on the road. Thor Industries, its biggest OEM brand, representing over 72% of its new RV inventory in 2021. Forest River, meanwhile, accounts for 24%. All right, so here's a quote from the company. Our confident 
out, long-term outlook is supported by favorable demographics, strong interest in the RV lifestyle, adequate current availability of RV dealer and consumer credit, and favorable perception of RVing as promoting a safe and healthy lifestyle. Numerous studies conducted by Thor, Riva, Rivia, and others show that people of all generations love the freedom of outdoors. Now, let me stop there because this makes me want to puke. These are uh, really well thought out press releases, quotes that come out, right? To bring uh, investors uh, stability, like uh, to, to make them feel safe. Like don't sell our stock. Everything's, uh, no one's running for the hills. Hold on to our stock. Don't let our company collapse. All right. I'm going to tell you right now, the Economic Ninja believes, personal belief, opinion, that in 2023, you're going to see companies like this getting crushed because like they said earlier, their margins are slimming, right? Because costs are exploding, inflation, interest rates, so their margins are slimming and they're not able to sell nearly as many RVs as they did in the previous years, all right? Uh, it says right here, we believe that going on with the quote, we believe many of those who have been recently exposed to the industry for the first time will become future owners and that those who become first time owners due to the pandemic will become long term RVers, resulting in future trade and sale opportunities. Let me stop there. Um, it's going to be hard to find people to buy your RVs unless you extend the loan balances, or sorry, the loan terms, uh, unless the interest rates come down. And I don't see that personally coming down anytime soon. As a matter of fact, while you're at a camping world, you should probably call the Fed and do something about that darn inflation. We should probably do that too, because it's costing more to put fuel in the, tr the tank of these uh, big RVs. And I mean, take a look at some of these. You gotta think about this. Like how much, in your opinion, would it cost to run one of these guys? almost the fuel these days to go to your destination is going to be the same as staying in a hotel at this point. So do you believe that the RV sales are going to be strong? The other thing is, is where do you think the prices of these bad boys are going to go as massive defaults jump in are looming? They start just like what happened and how I made well over six figures a year flipping these things uh, after the Great Recession. It was absolutely amazing, okay? But we'll get into that in a second, all right? So here we go. Let me set you guys back down. Oh, nice, and oh, there we go. All right, so let's talk about downside risks. This is where it gets into it. The RV industry is facing a number of near-term headwinds, the most obvious being surging interest rates, high gas prices, and a weakening economy. Oh, now the truth's coming out, good job. RVs are expensive and generally financed, so higher interest rates only make the payments higher. Logic. I love this stuff. They also are more expensive to use when gas prices are high. Finally, they are an expensive discretionary item and likely a purchase many people delay until there is more certainty in the economy. Now check this out. RV sales peaked in 2021 at just over 600,000 units. The Recreational Vehicle Industry Association said that 493,000, give or take a few, units were sold in 2022. So you went from 600,000 in 21 to 493 in 2022. That's a big, on a percentage basis, drop, right? I can't wait to see what 2023's numbers are. I'll bet you it's cut in half. Um, it says that was a decrease of 18% right? From 2021 to 2022. However, units sold really decelerated as the year went on down 50% in December. So think about that as you know, 2022, most of the, the crashing in sales of RVs happened in 20, December of 2022. Um, not only is that seasonally, 
I get it. This is when that's when RV sales, you know, they're putting out the best sales. You know, they want to blow out their units. Uh, a unit is one RV, right? Um, they want to be able to sell as many units before uh, the next year's models come out. Uh, they also want to be in good standing with the RV manufacturers, that kind of stuff. But if you think about it, the fall in sales, they couldn't drop the price enough to stop the deep the massive decrease in sales in December, 2022. That is absolutely crazy. And I think your January, February, all these months coming into 2023 are gonna be abysmal. I can't wait to see this stuff. And I can't wait for it because these are opportunities. Um, you know what, let's do this. Let's stop talking about this story and let's talk about the side hustle. You know, in uh, 2013 to 15, I sold a lot of these guys. As a matter of fact, there were times where I would have eight or nine of them lined up in this, uh, uh, area. I did a couple videos on the side hustle course. Oh, and by the way, if you bought the side hustle course, I have two new videos going to the editor right now. Uh, they should be out in two weeks. Um, but I did some videos on this side hustle and, and things that I learned about it. And one thing that we learned was a lot of people around the 2015 area were looking to, uh, their uh, family members were just run ragged through the Great Recession. They still couldn't buy a home. And so a lot of people were uh, taking uh, park model trailers or RVs or fifth wheels, putting them on their properties and letting their family move into them. And the, another thing we saw too, was a lot of people were turning them just into second units and letting strangers rent from them. Well, so there was this amazing balance of, uh, or timing where we were buying a lot of these from companies that owned them, uh, that were foreclosed on or, uh, that were, uh, uh, leases through like oil companies and stuff. And when oil dropped significantly, uh, back, I don't know, about six years ago, we saw a ton of trailer inventory hitting the market. So we, me and my best friend bought it. As a matter of fact, we owned all at certain points in the timeline, all of the used park models in the state of California. And we made a killing on it, right? Well, there's that time where like right now you're at high, you were at high sales and now they're waning, the sales are waning. And then you're about to see in the next couple of years, foreclosures or not foreclosures. It, it, these are some people's homes. So I guess you can consider them foreclosures, but, um, repossessions. And there's going to be a massive glut of used inventory that hits the market. Now, this is going to take a couple of years to get to it. So you have time to prepare your business plan and that kind of stuff and get ready for it. But my point being is there's a point where all of a sudden the economy starts to pick up when it's in its lows and you're just peaked on inventory and you can start literally uh, picking up inventory and flipping it or using it or renting it. There's all kinds of different ideas. Um, now, to give you an idea, you know, we sold over 160 of these trailers. Uh, in our side time, you know, on the weekends, uh, we made a killing, me and my best friend. We had a blast doing it. And I think you're gonna see in the next couple of years another amazing opportunity. And you're probably gonna run into my best friend on the road because, and his son-in-law out there crushing it in this field. They're probably going, why are you telling everybody this, Ninja? But honestly, it's a great idea. Um, but it's just one idea. And uh, it's, it's really about how much you want it. And if you set yourself up, even if you just want one of these for yourself to enjoy for your retirement, you know, I would say that the time is not now to buy. I would personally wait because like this story says, sales are waning down 18% last year, year over year is a massive drop. But really when you think about it, that December down 50% in December alone, holy cow, that is impressive. I cannot wait to tell you guys about the new, uh, the lower sales prices in the months to come. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. I thank you so much for watching The Economic Ninja, or let's just say today, The Trailer Ninja is out.